You're listening to the Ask a Photographer podcast. My name is Mike, and I'm from Biblino.com. Thank you to everyone that has been listening to the podcast so far and has submitted their questions, because without your questions, there is no podcast. So if you'd like to be featured and receive a free preset pack, please go to Biblino.com forward slash ask. And just before we go into today's question from Liam, I just want to let everybody know that I am opening up the opportunity to submit guest posts to the website. If you like to write about photography workflow, Lightroom, general photography tips, uh, marketing and, and photography business, please go to, go to my contact page and contact me through there and I'd love to hear some of your suggestions. Now on today's question, which comes from Liam, and he asks, why do people on the internet list their camera settings when they post a photo? An example is f5.6 ISO 1600 6 minutes exposure. It seems that the settings are only specific to them and it doesn't take into account post-processing. I know this for a fact as I took an astrophotography photo in a very similar location and the settings were way off. My version of the photo came out very overexposed. Hey Liam, thanks for your question. Uh, well, <laughs> why do people post the settings online? Well, quite simply, it, it was a way for people, and it still is, as you know, as a good starting point to, to help them learn about camera settings. So, you know, if you want to get out of auto mode, you've got three settings you've got to play with. Which ones do you, do you change and, and, you know, what should they be? Is it useful? I really don't think so. <laughs> and you've hit the nail on the head there, Liam. It is specific to the person that's taken the photograph because even being in the same spot as you've pointed out got you different results things like the conditions that you're taking the photo in have massive massive influence of how your photo is you know it could have been very dark it could have been other objects within the photo that um that were reflecting light and uh, made everything overexposed you know it could have been anything really the lens that you're using could allow more light or the sensor was more sensitive than other people uh, than the other and the camera that was being used by the other person. So there's a lot of room for error there just by letting people know your camera settings. And I know that some people do list the type of camera and then the lens, and, you know, some people even say that they've post-processed the photo. You know, I think some of that is just to let people know what they've done to the photo. It's not always about, hey, this is the settings to use to get the same result, because you've also pointed out that um, some people don't even point out how much post-processing they've done to a photo so therefore you know we kind of get this um you know idea that hey as we see the photo it's straight out of the camera and i know some people list that but it's not always the case and so yeah why do people do it it's been going for ages i i know when i first started digital photography in 2004 forums were a big thing back there and that's what people did they post um, the photo and they would say what you know the first reply would be if they didn't post the settings they'd say what were your settings and it was just a way for people to learn but yeah i i i agree um with you completely there liam it it's um it's specific to the person and it's not always you don't always get told the information that you should know especially how much processing was done we could probably learn (laughs) um, photography in another way um, that would uh, help us now I know that for new photographers, you know, to, to learn, you know, the, the, the three most important things when we're taking a photo of, you know, aperture and, and f-stop. Sorry, <laughs> they're two of the same things. 
<laughs> f-stop and iso and shutter speed they've got to just go out and try and take photos and make mistakes and learn from that you know but they also have to know why are they using those settings by using say you know 2.8 am i going to get how much of the photo am i going to get in focus by by um by using that setting as opposed to say f11 that's what i think us photographers need to do is to pre-visualize our photos and, and that's would probably get better results rather than just copying people's settings um, the whole point of post-processing too um, as you pointed out here Liam you know your photo came out overexposed you know you don't know the fact that uh, that guy or person I should say um, had done you know maybe multiple exposures and he blended them together and or they exposed for um, for one part of the scene and um, had to really work the other part to, to get it to look the way it did. I, I've often gone out and photographed with friends and, you know, been quite close to each other. And we still get very, very different looking photos because of the pros- processing we've done to the photos and the way how we originally had composed the photo and exposed the photo, like, you know, the initial um, exposure of the elements within within the photo and what we decided to you know maybe bring a little bit of detail and so on and so forth so this whole thing of putting settings online i have also seen and i've noticed um well-known photographers do do a lot of this as well and they list their their settings and it's i think it's one way of basically just subliminal advertising <laughs> i guess i don't know it's it's like um i was looking on instagram the other day and there was a you know guy that used um you know the, the new Nikon, you know D five, and and you know listed the the um, the lens and and the setting, and it's like, well, he doesn't have to list that, does he? He's never he hasn't done that before, but it's only in the past year. Has he just recently been sponsored? Who knows? I mean, like, I don't think that really helps him because I know for a fact that this person, he shows how he edits his photos and what they start with and what they look like in the end, are very different. Um, you know, he brings out a lot of the detail, and you know, you those camera settings that uh, that he puts up are kind of not really relevant. I do think, though, I do think that if you are putting settings up on online, it's good when you're doing a comparison. So, like, you know, you're doing a straight out of camera comparison of it could be of a photo that's uh, with a new lens. Like, let's use an example of um, you're testing a, a a new lens, right? An older version, a newer version you know and and people are doing like a review and you've got them side by side on a tripod same settings same conditions and you're taking a photo and you're really looking at you know things like is it is a bit more contrasty or um, is it uh, distort towards the edges you know things like that Um, and you kind of get the idea okay well if they're shooting at say f11 and there's distortion or something you know you kind of think to yourself okay well and they and they show all the different different f-stops that they're shooting at then you know you can kind of get idea of how the how the lens is going to perform and if you were to purchase it then you know you know that that's the type of stuff you may want to edit or, or work on when you're post-processing i mean that, that's just my thinking when it comes to that because that's the only time i can actually think that settings be of use now i mean if anybody listening to these podcasts and, and has any other uses for putting the settings online please um post your answers in the comments i'd love to hear 
Um, it'd be great to start up a conversation. Thanks, Liam, for your for your question. You pretty much hit the nail on the head. Um, it's really specific to the person, and and it doesn't always take into account post processing. So really, um, it's no use to anyone. Thanks for your question, Liam. I hope that helps. If you have a question that you'd like featured on the show, go to biblino.com forward slash ask to submit your question. I'd love to hear what you think of the show by going to iTunes or Stitcher and giving me a review and a rating. And don't forget to subscribe so you get notifications of new episodes. Thanks for listening. Until next time, get out and take more photos. Oh look, it's a cat in front of a sunset.